This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Biggest takeaway from All-Star Race Weekend, Mike? My biggest takeaway? That the gauntlet has been thrown down in the most popular driver race. The Dale Jr. download starts now. Nice work, bud. Nice work on that last row. I got us a few more. That's P7 right there. Yeah, good job on pit road. Real, real solid, All, as always. We got to work on the grip a little bit in the front. We got to work on the front end just a little bit. Uh, oh. look, looking at it, I, don't, I think we're... We should run better now. I think we're where we need to be on that. There you go. You're Dale Jr. and Stevie uh, after uh, the race with Mike Davis. I'm Taylor Zarzer. This is the Dale Jr. Download. It is Monday, so it's time to recap what happened uh, this weekend here on Dirty Mo. And, uh, Mike, for a couple things. A lot of things. we got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. Yeah. And we got Stevie Letart uh, joining us here in just a few minutes. Yep. And I'm going to go ahead and warn you. The Red Sox have won five in a row. So he, Oh, my God. We're, my, Stevie and I are going to need a few minutes on that. Um, listening to Dale Jr. there, I'm glad he said that after the race because if you watched his qualifying run, if you watched uh, the way he, how competitive he was all night in the All Star race, th- they seem like they have a, a top two, top three car for long green flag runs in the 600. At least they're capable of that next weekend. The 600, you know, the 600 is it's a it's a completely different race. Often, yeah. I can't even compare what happens in the All Star race to the 600, not and so I don't. Um, I fully expect them to show up with, to the 600 with a piece that can contend for the win. Absolutely, and uh, so it's good to hear Dale Jr. there say, you know, all right, we finished seventh, but we we certainly could have finished second or they third. They learn a lot in the yeah. All Star race. They yeah. know what not to do. They know what to do. They know what direction to go. Absolutely. Now, tell me what you were talking about there. And our little open. The gauntlet has been laid down. Well, I mean, you asked my biggest takeaway yeah. from the race. So the race left a lot to be desired, I it, thought, uh, you know, from the competition standpoint. But so my biggest takeaway to answer your question was that uh, Danica's fans have uh, have laid the gauntlet down as far as they, they could be the formidable opponent for the most popular driver race. And I know that that means a lot to junior fans, that, that award, that 10 years in a row. So... That'll be interesting uh, to see to, to see how that plays out. By the way, if you want to vote for most popular driver, Dale Jr. fans, mostpopulardriver.com is where you can go. You can go every day. Do it. Do it often. I, I have no <laughs> doubt. I have no doubt that Dale Jr. is going to win the most popular driver. You have no doubt? No doubt. You know, uh, you know you've why? had a lot of no doubts this year. No, no, no. No, no, no. You know, you've looked at me and said that I, you are the <laughs> one that has the no doubt. Oh, okay. we're going to win road courses and all this kind of stuff. No, let me tell you, when, when you say something like you just did, d- d- you are the spokesperson for Junior Nation. So right. they res- they respond, and I have no doubt. Okay, Danica won the fan vote in the All-Star race. You know why? Because Dale Jr.'s won a race in the last year. That's why. <laughs> that, seriously. I got gotcha. you. That's why Danica won the yeah. That's why Danica won the most popular driver. Listen, there, there, I, there is a, a spokesperson for Junior Nation, and her name is Irene. She's, she's on Twitter. Um, you... She's who I go off of when I when it's having the pulse of yep. Junior Nation. Well, Irene and Dan, Dan the Junior fan. What do they say? Uh, Dan the Junior fan's too drunk right now. I can't talk to him. So Still Irene, is, Irene is actually uh, reasonable, and I can see that she's fired up about it. She votes every day. Yep. She is gung ho about it. This award means more to her than anything. Mm-hmm. And Irene says it's time to get serious. I understand that, um, and I'm not saying that Danica doesn't. Have, she has a lot of fans. It's crazy. I mean, I was out there Saturday night. She has a lot of fans, and that's great. It's good for the sport. It's great that she won the fan vote to get into the All Star race on Saturday night. 
but that's because Dale Jr. was already qualified for the event. And I'm telling you, when you say something like you just did, it's over. It's over. You think that's it? It's it. You well, just took care of it. All our listeners, yeah. To, to, you know, What's the website again? Mostpopulardriver.com. All right. Let's talk a little <laughs> bit about this race uh, with Junior on, uh, on Saturday night and hear a couple of uh, his clips. Now, he was very competitive throughout the race. He, he had to start near the back of the field uh, after a lug nut issue in qualifying. Uh, they they would have qualified second or third. Hold up. How cool was qualifying? It was really cool. I love what they did with qualifying. That was awesome. Yeah. So Junior starts 15th, but, I mean, he, he had a piece there in those first 20 laps and, and got up there pretty quickly. So at the conclusion of the second segment, he was running in, in 10th position, and they took uh, two tires on their pit stop to try to gain track position and restarted 5th. Let's uh, hear what he had to say about Probably two tires here, but it's either two tires stay out. Four tires is not an option. I don't think stay out will work. Yeah, don't do any good to just sit here and ride. Uh, just, uh, I don't think the track bar change was good. So I saw out there, try that wedge. So I'm coming. Do the, do the wedge first. Make sure you get that. Yeah, wedge first, Ramirez. Pit, 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 pit. What I, you, you said it earlier. What I like about this is there's a whole lot of experimenting going on right. in the all-star race to try to see what you have for the 600. Dale Jr. was experimenting on the track. Uh, either going high or going low in turn one, turn two. Uh, and, and he admitted, I, I shouldn't have done this at certain times, but I have to learn it, you know, for next week to know what works and what doesn't. But clearly right there, that was experimenting. Let's take two tires. We'll see what we can do with two tires. And they moved up five spots. Well, it was clear that track position was going to mean everything in this race, not just in how the car performed, but also in how you restarted on that final segment uh, mm-hmm. as they took the average Okay, is that was that the formula? I, I yes, honestly I yes. don't even the yep. average finish. Um, so track position meant everything. Taking two tires, I like that call. And another uh, good stop at the end of the third segment for the eighty-eight team, and uh, they are still in the top five. Let's uh, hear what they have to say about that. Clear forty-two hundred, forty-two hundred. There you go. Get some forty-two hundred. Damn, I hear you. <laughs> I swear, man, it's like y'all just got to put on four lugs. Everybody else got to put on five. Yeah, ten four. All right. We're getting there. We're getting there. We've got our average finish. Where are we at now in the average finish? Up inside the top ten somewhere, right? We just need one more good one. We'll have a decent shot at it for the next pit stop. And you could tell when Junior said, man, I swear y'all got to put on four. Everybody else has got to put on five. You know the whole – that the entire 88 crew loves hearing that. Oh, like, yeah. man, I mean, one heartbeat. And you, you can hear it in Latart's voice right there. Man, what feedback from the from the driver. Yeah, I love Latart getting uh, all excited about that. They had great pit stops. There yeah. was one pit stop, I think it was before that, the one before that, which was just outstanding four-tire pit stop in just in almost 12 seconds, uh, not quite even 12 seconds. So, you know, great job by the pit crew. That can never be said enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dale Jr. after that, though, uh, got tight and uh, yeah, talked a lot about that. that. And uh, it started the final segment in ninth after their pit stop. Gained a few spots uh, before the end, but let's hear what they had to say after uh, segment four as they went to that sprint towards the finish. I just need a touch of grit. I know everybody else is doing the same thing I'm doing. And it ain't bad. I mean, we run up to them, but I ain't going to be able to do anything once I get to them. Since we line up like we, you know, what do we can we put shims in? No, no, we can't on this pit stop. We don't have time for any of that. We're eighth right now. Yeah, but we don't. We just restart eighth, even though we do all the work we want. No, no. You gain five of the pitch, you restart third. You lose five, you restart thirteenth. It's a live pit stop. All right, I'm on. I'm up to speed now. Now we're gonna put our big crew to work. 
<laughs> There's a little editing going on in there, by the way. Uh, if, if if you hear the it, whole thing, it, he's took, just, it took a lot longer. He, to he's, play yeah, it. it did. And and Junior was as confused as anyone. If you were watching the race and you're like, "What in the hell is happening here? I don't know where he's restarting. What happens through the pits?" <laughs> the home driver was just as confused as you were because they do. They switch the format every single year, mm-hmm. and I can almost guarantee they'll switch it again <laughs> next year. <laughs> And, you know, the switching of the formats, I yeah. mean, how many times are we going to tinker with this before we start, you know, yeah. get, getting serious about it? I, I mean, I don't think it's a formats. I wasn't, I, I didn't hate their idea this year, but when it becomes so complicated that, one, the drivers don't right. uh, don't know what it is, and two, the TV people are messing it up. Right. And I have no, listen, I don't, I, I got no problems with Fox or Speed. Uh, that's going to happen. Sure. That's going to happen, and we, we uh, they addressed it, they acknowledged it, uh, took ownership of their mistake, they moved on, but I'm just saying, boy, anytime you insert arithmetic into this uh, NASCAR format, then Problems are going to happen. They are, and and look, I I know people get honest when you start defending the forty eight. Uh, but before when they had his name eleventh or whatever, I was like, what? He's been in the top five all night. Right. How is he eleventh? Right. So it was their mistake. I mean, sure. it wasn't any conspiracy. It, I'm glad you said that. It yeah. was that obvious. Yeah. Like I didn't need to find out after the restart that yeah. there was a mistake. Yeah. Jimmy was a contender all night. Right. It's not that NASCAR. <laughs> Anyone out there that thinks that NASCAR is trying to make it where Jimmy is going to win is completely crazy. Yeah. They're completely crazy. I'm not saying they're trying, they want him to lose, but I promise you, they would be fine with someone else winning. I promise you. Yeah. Uh, but once again, they're going to have to change the format again. I agree with what Junior said. I thought the format was best when this thing first started 25, 26 years ago. But let's talk about this for a second. Hold on. Let me tell you what my feelings were after this race. I was not disappointed that Jimmy won, like a lot of people are. I, right. I, I you know, I like Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, I was just disappointed in the finish. I wanted it a good finish for NASCAR. I wanted it for me and you for mm-hmm. our radio show. I wanted it for the fans. Sure. I wanted to see a good finish. I've thought for sure if Kyle and, and Kurt were up there racing for it, they would wreck each other, which would be fun. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, when I saw Jimmy running away with it, the first one or two laps was actually pretty interesting. And when he started running away with it, I was just, my heart sunk. And it was more like a heartbreak upset than it was a bitter, mad upset. And, and you know, because I just want to, I want this to succeed so bad. Yeah. And, and, and man, it just killed it at the end. And everybody talked about how boring the race is. I'm so wired into what Dale Jr. is doing that it's never boring for me. Even when we're not running great, it's not boring for me. I'm wired into it. But, uh that 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 end, I just sure was. It stunk. I mean, yeah. let's just be honest. It stunk. I mean, yeah. it was a tough night for the sport. I mean, when you have that kind of weather and you know, on and off rain, a lot of people are going to say, "Well, I'm not going to go." Um, you know, it, it did, and and it's yeah, it's not. I was fine. I'm fine with the 48 winning. I just want to see great competition. You know, for spots, we don't have to see Davey Allison and Kyle Petty every year. Right. You know, or or Dale Earnhardt in the grass, but but I want to see something that's memorable, and we didn't get something that was memorable this year. And oh, Danica fan vote. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more about that with uh, Reaction Theater here in uh, just a minute, folks. When we're downloading the race each week, there's only one snack food here at Dirty Mo Radio. It's Dale Jr. Potato Chips, and you can get them, too. It's easy. Go to DaleJRFoods.com. That's DaleJrFoods.com to find a store that carries them or place an order yourself. That's DaleJRFoods.com. Let's speed dial. Speed dial. 
Let's bring in the crew chief of the number 88 National Guard Chevrolet. He is Steve Latart. Steve, you want to talk about a five-game winning streak in baseball for the only team that matters? You want to talk about all-star race? Yeah, I can night. talk about either. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm good with both. Yeah. Um, Let's talk know, racing. And you want to talk racing? <laughs> yeah. I want right. to talk about how Dan Shaughnessy called out Big Poppy. Now Big Poppy's oh hitting home runs every time he comes up. But uh, we can talk about that later. Let's talk about uh, Saturday night, finishing seventh. And, Stevie, it seemed like a couple things. A, a lot of experimenting was going on uh, during that race by Dale Jr., by you guys, to see what you had, uh, to see what you have for next week. Uh, certainly wanted to win the thing. And as you heard, uh, Dale Jr., after the race, Certainly felt like, uh, it seemed like everyone with the 88 felt like, you know what, okay, we finished seventh, but we really felt like we had a top three, top four car. Yeah, I mean, it seems odd. You know, it's hard. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. The race starts with 22 people. One person's going to be happy. Yep. It, 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 second doesn't matter. I heard Logano in his interview, he said, well, you know, second really doesn't matter. And he's right. So you can't really go off finishing order to decide who had the best car other than maybe Jimmy Johnson. He proved he had the best. Everybody tried to win. Behind him... Where is everybody at? What strategies were they playing? You know, we were aggressive with 88 with our strategy, and, and I really believe it was working the right way. And it came down to a restart on the last 20-lap segment. We were on four tires. We were looking good about it. And, you know, Kyle went down in a one and two, not meaning to, got a three, ran up the racetrack, ran us up the racetrack. We lost a bunch of spots there, and that was kind of our all-star race. You know, we had a running tally of the averages on a, a, a program we had written, and we knew we had to run on the top four or five to have a shot to come down pit road in the top four or five for that last segment. And when that restart didn't go our way, that's it, man. There's only 20 laps left. There's nothing you can do. But overall, it was a good weekend. I was really pleased with the speed in our car. I'm excited to get back over there to the 600. Um, you know, it was fun. It was a good time. I got to commend the pit crew. I mean, let's just start right there. Phenomenal stops all night, uh, especially the, the first first couple were really good, Stevie. Um, talk about your pit crew. Well, I, I hated it for them on Friday night. Um, they are so good. They've been so good this whole year. And they were really jacked up for this all-star qualifying. And uh, and they showed up. And we did a great job on and off pit road, had a really good lap, had the fastest pit stop, and had one loose lug nut. And, um, you know, it's hard. It's easy to say, oh, well, wait a second, and just tighten that last lug nut. But, you know, he missed he missed it on a standard pattern, was going back to hit it. The jack dropped, and you, basically you get one shot. You get one shot to hit it on the way down. And he didn't get it, and it, it was left loose. And, and you know, it's a five-second penalty we couldn't overcome. But we were sit, sitting, sitting second before that. And we were really good with everything, but the pit stop was just unbelievable. And, and we knew going into it, man, we were going to, you know, we were going to go for broke and try to sit on the pole, and, and we just fell a little bit short. But they have been so good all year long. It was good to see them have a chance to kind of shine. This is the Dale Jr. Download with Mike Davis. I'm Taylor Zarzer. We have Steve Latart, crew chief for the 88, here with us on the program this week. And, one more thing on the all-star race before we look forward to the uh, the 600. You know, they tinker with the format every single year, and chances are they'll probably tinker with it again. Um, it, it was confusing to a lot of people in terms of going into that last 10-lap segment. It was confusing to Dale Jr. It was confusing to me. <laughs> it was confusing to everyone. What are your thoughts on uh, the format this year? You know, as far as how it raced, I thought it raced pretty well. I thought it did what they wanted it to do, that we raced every segment. Everybody was running as hard as we could in every segment. But – well, that put on a good race on the racetrack. Man, I think TV dropped the ball a little bit, maybe. Made a little mistake on their stuff of trying to bring it home into the viewer's living room on how it's supposed to finish with their math, and, 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 and it's hard. I don't know how to do it. You know, it was really simple last year, but that kind of led to some sandbagging and some guys riding around, and that really wasn't what we wanted. 
This year, I think it led to much more aggression on the racetrack, but then it was very complicated for the fan to understand. You know, somewhere there has to be a happy medium. Um, you know, the All-Star Race is just such a unique event. It's um, it's just not like anything we do. You know, it's kind of like, I know we call it an All-Star Race, and it is a race, but it's more like a home run derby. You know, it it's, just takes one part of our racing. You know, when you build race teams and race cars and setups to run five and 600-mile races, and then you go and you run a, uh, a bunch of 20-lap sprints, it's just totally different. But, um you know, it was a fun event to take part of, but I can see the confusion for the fan at home. Is there anything from that race, given how incredibly different next week will be, that you can take? Like when Dale Jr. is giving you feedback about, well, I tried this and turn one, turn two, didn't work, etc. Does that matter for next week at all? No, it really does. You know, that's the only evening track time we're going to have. That's it. All the practice we have for the rest of the week is during the day. So the most important thing of our whole weekend was we knew where we were in practice, we knew what we changed for the race, and we knew where we started the race on balance. That is the most important thing because you're going to have to understand where that track goes from day to night with this new car, with this Gen 6 car. And this was it. This, that was your one and only shot to figure it out. So it was extremely valuable to be a part of that race. Um, you know, we got to make some changes to the car, what worked, what didn't work. There were some things that I heard him. I heard him describe the car. We knew what we wanted to take out. But we couldn't take them out on a pit stop, so we had to wait until this week, and we'll readjust our car for the 600 and keep working on it. Stevie, the state of the team, the state of the 88 right now, when we last talked to you here on Dirty Mo Radio, we were the point leader. Uh, and then, obviously, we have had some races that uh, didn't go our way, had some tough races. Certainly, the fans have been uh, uh, speaking up to you and me both on Twitter. <laughs> so uh, wh- where are we at right now? What's your, what's your state of mind? Well, I mean, we're, we're nothing more than about 30% or 40% way through the regular season. Um, we're still fourth in points. Um, we actually feel pretty good about it. To be fourth in points for the dry spell we've had, um, a little bit unfortunate luck, a little bit of our own doing, um, it, it really feels pretty good. You know, it felt good to go to Darlington and, and run a race all the way through, not have any glitches or flat tires or dead batteries or cautions while you were pitting or anything like that. And, um, you know, we're four just, we look forward just to go back to the racetrack. I mean, it's hard. I know the fans get excited, but, man, it's a long, it is a marathon. Yeah. And, and if you try to predict who's going to win a marathon on who ran the fastest tenth mile, man, I think you're going to be disappointed, you know. So we're to the point now where we, we need to find more speed. We need to lead more laps. We need to win some races. And I know that seems simple, but that's where we're at. We have all the confidence in the world in our race team. We can be consistent enough to do what we need to do. We know we can go run in the top ten any racetrack we go to. Um, you know, we got some road course testing coming up, trying to get ready for the two road courses during the summer. And, and, and that's really it. it. It sounds silly, but that's as simple as it is. You know, you go to Talladega, one of the tracks you expect to mm-hmm. perform the best at, and you're in the wrong lane of the green-white checker and get shuffled back to 17th. I mean, that's how the sport works. And uh, what we have to do is we go to tracks where we control our own destiny, say, just like the 600. You know, there's no finger pointing that's going to happen. You know, any finger pointing we're going to have leaving the 600 should be pointing at ourselves because we had the same opportunity everybody else does going there, and we're ready to go win. We almost won it a couple of years ago. We needed about a Mountain Dew can's worth of gas. <laughs> that's and right. we probably could have won the 600 a couple of years ago. And we ran 10th that whole night. That just proves how I know the fans don't want to hear this, and they hate to hear this, but the simple fact is 
they only pay points, and they only pay checks, and they only pay trophies for one lap, and that's the last one. Steve, you got to be really confident about this weekend coming up because if you look at the way qualifying went, the way that you ran, like you said, recent history that you've had there at the track, you have to feel really, really good. You know, I know that you got to get through practice and qualify, and who knows what the next few days will hold, but going into these days, you got to be very confident. Yeah, I mean, sitting here on Monday after the All-Star race, I don't feel there's any reason or any team that has a bigger advantage going into the – 600 you know the team that won the all-star race is in our building you know we see their notes we know what they did we know what they had a little different than us we'll be able to talk to jimmy this week about how his car drove all four hendrick cars had speed at times the five was up there towards the front and then when it comes down to the team itself like i said earlier i put our pick up against anyone and we're going to have a bunch of pit stops a lot of opportunities for mistakes but also a lot a lot of opportunities to gain positions dale jr is a very patient driver he understands 600 miles as good as anyone um I think our communication is as good as anyone on pit road so we could continue to make the car better as the sun goes down. I'm really looking forward to it. I uh, Don't panic now, fans. Don't right. panic for the first 200 miles because, you know, a year ago we got lapped because we knew we were going to get lapped because our car wasn't set up for the day. And then when the sun went down, we made it to the front. We were third with about 25 to go and got some debris on our grill. I mean, that's what the 600 is all about. I'm glad we got the racing stuff out of the way because, Taylor, there's this basketball game tonight. Man, listen, the I dirty am sports to the gills tonight. The, the Dirty Mo Basketball League has its season opener tonight, and my team ha- happens to play this other ragtag team mm-hmm. whose captain Just, is, wait for it, Steve Latart. Wait, wait, wait. That's not correct. That whose is. captain is defending league champion coach Steve Latart. <laughs> I, I, I really wow. appreciate it. If you're going to call me out, at least give me the full title. I mean, tonight's going to be kind of more like practice for my group because we are going against Mike Davis's group. <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, it, it's fine. We, maybe I'll have to come on maybe next Monday just to officially go through. Maybe we'll talk about the 600, but I doubt it. We'll probably really talk about this basketball game. Uh, I think we might have to talk about Junior putting on a jacket. Uh, at least that's the, that's the mindset uh, going into this, uh, this weekend. But, uh, hey, that's great that you guys have a lot of fun things going on uh, this week, and then I know you, things will get serious later in the week. Stevie, we always appreciate you, my friend. All right, guys, thanks for having me on. And, uh, and uh, as much as they think – I don't li- mind it. I don't like it. I don't mind it at all. Reach out to me on Twitter. Give me your opinion. I, it doesn't bother me a bit. If it bothers me too much, I'll just block you, right, Mike? That's how we go. <laughs> right. and, check out, and check out his website, stevelatart.com. He's got a lot of great things there. Have a, have a cold one on Sunday. Watch the race with one of his koozies, stevelatart.com. Thank you, Stevie. All right. Thanks, guys. Great stuff, as always, from the crew chief. I love Steve Latart. Okay, uh, it is time now for Reaction Theater, Mike. Let's see uh, what we got this week from the fans. Here we go. Hey, listen, I figured out why we haven't been able to win. If y'all will think back to Bristol, somebody on Dirty Mo Radio predicted we would dominate Bristol. And what happened? We went out and had probably the worst car of the season up to that point. Since then, we've only had one really good run. It easily could have gone bad had we not been in the outside row in California. So listen, I'm not going to call any names, but the person who predicted we would dominate in Bristol, please don't ever pick us again. You're the reason we're in this rut, and we need to get out of it sometime before Dale retires. Is he talking about me? He's got to be talking about you, honestly, but I don't know. 
You're you're the one that predicts a win every week, so I, he has to be talking wait, about you, you. You are you are fabricating Listen, the I'm truth. I'm not. Hey, I'm taking the words from a man here. I have picked two wins this year. I'm 0 for two. Was Bristol one of them? Yes. Okay, he's talking <laughs> about you. <laughs> Bristol and Martinsville were the two places this year that I predicted a win. Okay, there've been 11 races or 10. How many races we had? All I'm saying is he's blaming. You said you. every week I he's picked two times. He, he's blaming you for this. All right, Dale Jr. will finish 56. He's not going. <laughs> he's not going to qualify for the 600. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. My opinion, that was extremely boring. Got all hyped up about the new segments and that, and I honestly thought it was going to be a good race, but wow, it's just a boring race. I mean, what do you want me to say? <laughs> Hard to argue with that one, Mike. Uh, let's go to the next one. My thoughts on the All-Star race. Boring. <laughs> oh. I need to move it to Martinsville somewhere like that. And, of course, Jimmy Johnson wins again. Big deal. <laughs> one last thing. Rest in peace to the guy with the coolest name in NASCAR, Dick Trickle. Absolutely. Gosh, that was sad. Real tragic last week uh, to see that. And um, I feel like part of my 90s is gone now. Well, I mean, one of the best short track racers of all time. And then, yeah, Olbermann and Dan Patrick, what they did on SportsCenter was hilarious every Sunday. And I know Dick Trickle really was successful sad. way in the you know, yep. early days, 80s. Right. But I'm, in the 90s. Well, he became a national when, legend, yeah. Right, and, and it's sad. It is very sad. Let's go to the next one. Well, one all-star race, yawn. Hopefully the 600 will be a better show than that because I'll be there in person. And, Mike, really be looking forward to you leaving me one of those Dirty Mo decals at the Junior Motorsports shop because I'll be there on Saturday. Very good. Yeah, I'm making some Dirty Mo Radio decals uh, this week, and I'm going to hand them out uh, I like Friday. You, you're going to be there? Can I have one? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. You going to put it on your car? Well, absolutely. Why okay. wouldn't I? All right. Okay. Very good. Let's go to the next one. First of all, great job by Dale Jr. in the 88 team tonight. That 88 pit crew is working it. Great job to all those guys. And the fan vote of Danica, that was laughable. You <laughs> assholes that voted her in. And lastly, this all-star race was so boring. The Twitter chatter about whatever Dale Jr. was making in the crock pot during the rain delay was way more interesting than, than this entire race. And no disrespect to his crock pot or the brisket or whatever, but th- that should not be the most exciting part of the race. <laughs> um, I-, I do think it'd be great if they moved it around. I don't think it's realistic, though, because none of the teams want to do that. You know, I mean, they want two weeks in Charlotte. I'd love to see it, though. How about you? I, I would. I actually think something, you know, kind of like how college football rotates. Yeah. I don't think that it should just be all over the, the country, all of, you know, however many tracks there are, but maybe if you had four, like a Darlington, well, and, Charlotte. Well, and, 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 and if Bruton is going to say, no, man, this has got to be mine, then, okay, go to Bristol. Can you imagine? And also, that'd be great. I brought this up to McGee, though, that people complain about Bristol. It's like, you know, like that's not entertaining for, enough. For, for an all-star race and, yeah. and short segments, I think they'd love it. Next. I, I can't see there'll be a lot of voicemails on the podcast this week because Jimmy Johnson just left everybody speechless. Go Team 88. Go Team Hendrick. No, that, that causes for a lot of voicemails on the podcast. Always <laughs> does. Next. Junebug, you look good out there tonight. One thing, somebody has got to get you mad because, my man, you drive well when you are mad. You drive like you got a fire underneath your butt, and that's what we got to do. we got to get this fire underneath your butt and get you going. Man up, drive the out of that car and let's go he did get real mad in california and took off earlier this year you know maybe the reason why hogue is being blamed is he doesn't make junior mad enough i used to infuriate junior and you know we ran better 
Maybe well, that's it. Okay. I'll talk, <laughs> I'll talk to Hogg about that. Junior and the 88 team worked their tails off. Awesome pit stops by the crew. Track position was everything. And it sucks. Big teamy one just sucks. <laughs> Next. Jimmy, mother. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, next. I got a suggestion for the all-star race. I think what we need to do is get Junior Nation together and make NASCAR incorporate a brisket smoking contest as part of the festivities as segment two. Uh, he will be in victory lane if that happened. I, I feel pretty good about that. So, All right, there you go with uh, Reaction Theater. Always can call in anytime, 24-7, right? And play all of them on DaleJr.com later in the week. That's what we do. Yeah, 855-740-1902 is the number for reaction theater we appreciate everybody calling i hope to see i want people to come to junior motorsports this week taylor and tell us hey i'm the guy that you know yeah. uh, uh, cusses tj out or i'm the guy that does this you know so let, let us meet you i'd love say hi. we'd love to see you there are four flavors of dale jr potato chips crispy original zesty jalapeno creole and green onion and carolina barbecue there's something for everybody go to dalejrfoods.com right now to get yours today all right good stuff on reaction theater let's throw the white flag. As we speak, Dale Jr. is spending some good quality time at the Rick Hendrick Charity Golf Tournament. Yeah, Stevie talked about that a little earlier. It kicks off a busy Charlotte week for Dale Jr. because keep in mind he will be on track Thursday with the Sprint Cup Series practicing and qualifying. Also on Thursday, Dale Jr. will be doing a couple of interviews for upcoming business-related pieces, Taylor. One for CNBC and the other for Yahoo Finance, so keep an eye out for those on Friday. Yes, we've been talking about it for weeks, but it's Junior Motorsports Fan Day. Driver lineup includes Dale Jr., Regan Smith, Brad Sweet, and others. Go to jrmracing.com for details because wristbands are required for the autograph sessions, uh, and there will be a lot of great stuff going on at the shop. Taylor will be there, so you can't miss it. The 600 is this Sunday, and it will be it will start at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Dale Jr. will be sporting the familiar National Guard colors. So very, very good. Looking forward to that. And again, uh, for Friday, we'll, we'll have our uh, our big show that we do uh, each and every day throughout the state of North Carolina. Junior will be with us in person at the shop That's uh, right. for that. You can watch that interview, listen to the interview. We'll have a few other things we'll do as well coming up. Where, uh, where, where can they do that? Uh, as far as the, It'll be right outside, show. right outside the front door at JR Motorsports. But, but they'll also be able to listen to your oh, show. Oh, 610 The Fan in Charlotte uh, and also 620 The Buzz in, in the Triangle and ESPN Radio 1200, 1230, and 1320 throughout Greensboro, High Point, and Winston-Salem. You can go to WFNZ.com for more on that. All right. All right. Remember to go to DaleJRFoods.com to buy your Dale Jr. potato chips. For Mike Davis, I'm Taylor Zarzer. This has been the Dale Jr. Download. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Have you tried the new Dale Jr. potato chips? Are you wondering where you can find them? Today's your lucky day. Go to DaleJrFoods.com to see where you can find the chips in your area or place an order online. You can have them shipped right to you. That's DaleJrFoods.com.